All right, we're hot. Episode seven or eight? Was, no, is it seven? seven? Just because you're doing your own podcast doesn't mean it counts as an episode for the Michael, the nope. Coleman and Corey podcast. That's true. It's um, a little bit of alliteration there. I like that. I, I didn't realize that. Coleman and Corey now. podcast. Coleman and Corey. Cool. Coleman and Corey. Yeah. Um, is this gonna be too quiet? I don't see us spiking anymore. Yeah, or we're not did you spiking. It? I. It sounded good to me. Oh, okay. We're gonna try it this episode. And is your see sound it? like on full blast so that? I feel like we should do like a, um, most podcasts will kind of like start out real quiet and then they'll kind of like fade in. That way the people who have like headphones in, they press play. It's not like, right off the bat, you know, you ever turn on some music and the speaker was super loud and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. I hate that feeling. It makes you jump. Uh, it wouldn't be jump. It's more like a surprise. Well, like you almost like sitting down for the TV and then you turn it on and it's blasting. I hate that shit. Especially at night. Sometimes I do that to you accidentally on our TV. When I've like been playing like uh, PS4, I turn up the volume right. and then you turn and it off. I turn off. on the TV. I turn on the TV and it's like, pa, 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 pa. I'm like, harsh my mellow, bro. Dude, our president got impeached. Okay, we're that's a separate no, 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 podcast. No, that's that's going to be episode eight. I'm just saying maybe? that's the time frame that we're living in. This what? happened like this week. Today's Friday. It happened on Wednesday. Something like that. Yeah. I told someone I saw Facebook. I, I went on Facebook that night after I went to sleep just a little bit before I went to bed. And one of my friends got engaged. I was like, yikes. You're going to remember the day we got engaged was the day P- po- POTUS. POTUS got impeached. Yeah. Yeah, you got stuck in the P's there. Trump got impeached. <laughs> Did you see the meme today? It was like, I'm Pete, or uh, Trump's not orange. He's Peach. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Yeah, and it has like Strangle. him in a peach. Yeah, he's yeah. impeached. Yeah, I'm not orange. I'm peach. <laughs> love it, dude. Oh my uh, god, I love the comedic minds of the rest of the populace. It's funny. So we watched Ghost in the Shell. Oh, that's the movie. Oh, I forgot, dude. I uh, I was pretty messed up for most of it, so. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, you fell asleep halfway through. We had to finish it the next day. To be fair, it was midnight, and I had uh, been up for eighteen hours. So I sound like a bitch when I say that. Yeah. <laughs> eighteen hours, Jesus. Uh, sitting down all day, and you get home, and you can't stay awake. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? Did you like the movie? I did. Uh, nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. So you had seen this in theaters when it first came out, twenty seventeen. Yep. And I had seen it, I think, in theaters or at least, like, soon after. Right. And I gave it a four out of five at the time. Okay. And what did you give it? At the, at the time? At that the I time. Watched? First time. Same. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Yeah. And then you just watched it this time and you loved it. Yeah. yeah same. I I probably would give it a five out of five. Like, okay. It was... Oh, so your rating went up after watching the second time. Yeah. It was a much better... It's a better movie the second time I watched it. Why? You're picking reasons. up on more? Are you like, yeah. is it like rewatching the movie and you're able to kind of pick up on a little bit of the details that you may have missed the first watching? I just, rem- the first time I didn't know what to think going into it. And honestly, I didn't have high expectations watching this movie because anytime they try to adapt an anime, an anime- to a uh, live act, is that live yeah. action, right? Yeah. Live action, Western, I guess it was a Chinese studio, but it was like, this is like an American movie. Um, Which is interesting because yeah. it's an American movie on a Japanese anime there's sure. probably a manga before that or is manga like an and like a, a series or is a manga just like a short like novel 
mangas are usually like they can be series or they can be like a like manga just describes an artist with comic books comic books japanese comic books a series yeah and sometimes there's like seven books and they'll make an ova which is um like an anime movie okay was it ova stands for like overture no (laughs) totally wrong it's totally wrong I don't know what OVA stands for, but it's like a 45-minute long anime movie. Okay. And, like, uh, you were saying that Ghost in the Shell has three movies on Netflix yeah. that are anime. Yeah. And it's then like this Ghost in a, or It's like uh, Arise, one, and then Ghost in a Shell, and then something. There's, like, th- three movies. And uh, they're obviously all the same character and one, two, three in a specific order. Um, I've actually watched them in the last couple of years. And uh, the movie the movie is pretty different. So if you guys have seen the anime, for those of you, oh, I keep saying those of you. There's no one listening. But for anyone who might listen, it, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna keep making that joke. Just keep making the joke. Yeah. Dude. That, well, yeah. Um, if you have seen the too anime, too small to manga, fail. Yeah. <laughs> is that our uh, the, that's our working our title? Sub, our subtitle. That's our playlist title. Um, if you have seen it, the movie is pretty loosely based on it. I'd say it like. You know, it's, oh, it's go like watch anime. Ghost in the Shell. Like, absolutely go watch it. Oh, yeah. And then listen to us or just listen to us. Are, We're you, gonna... are you referring to the movie or the the anime? I haven't seen the anime, so I can't, I can't vouch for it. So you're saying go watch Ghost in the Shell? Yeah, I thought that's what you were saying. My bad. With uh, Skajo. Scarjo. Scarjo. Scarlett Johansson. Scarjo? I thought you said Skajo last night. Why would I say Skajo if her name's Scarjo? Her name's not Scarjo. Your ears need to work better. Her name is Scarlett johansson oh i call her scarjo for short that's what you do with friends by the way seven out of ten for me on uh scarlet seven out of ten overall yeah she's beautiful sure but just not my type yeah i like her with dark hair yeah yeah she looked real good in this movie she looks she's just like a great actress like she's awesome in you were mentioning this like the way she acted robotic but um i don't want to lose the thread of the anime Uh, you had seen the anime um yeah, write that down. We'll come. We'll come back to that point. I got that point. Right oh, okay. Now. I got oh, a lot really? of shit. Right oh, now. yeah. You have a whole page. You like. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I started. I started. Started writing. Yeah, we started. I want to capture all my thoughts just straight on the page, like before we. Uh, Do you think going this. forward with movies, we should start uh, more religiously writing in our journals, or at least having notes while watching the movie? I think. I think you have your process, and you're able to sit here across from me right now and provide like good stuff. I think keep on doing that like yeah, that's let me know if it's good stuff in the comments well call in let me know Corey, your shit at movie no. reviews hey anybody who wants to we're such a small podcast you absolutely should comment or interact and either of us both of us will definitely read it and one of us will definitely talk about it or uh comment back you say like, that but i still haven't replied to the reply to my comment to the reply but to you did re- video well so some guy six, some guy left a comment and you replied to it so like yeah and he replied what... to that reply and <laughs> yeah but <laughs> his reply wasn't like an invitation to keep on talking and i mean if he had sure but i still need to work on my ability to engage sure yeah for our one comment <laughs> um you know what's greater than zero one literally anything literally so anything we'll take that that's optimistic Dude, glass half full. I wish my glass was half full, but it's half empty. But uh, I got to drive here soon. I mean, right. walk. <laughs> he rolled his eyes for those not watching our Patreon account video. 
Um, I liked the set. So the, should we describe the? Should we give a? Uh, before we lose everyone to our nonsense discussion, uh, we'll give a quick synopsis about the movie. Uh, yeah. No, no. You just want to dive right in? No, yeah, we ahead. can. Sorry. We can. Yeah. Well, the movie is uh, kind of like a sci-fi futuristic takes place in um like a futurist futuristic japan it never says a date i don't think and no. i don't think it does the in the anime either it's not like you know like trying to make some prediction like old movies used to would be like oh we're doing this about artificial intelligence or robots or whatever in and the they'd year be like 2080 in the something. year 2024 and we're like guys that's, that's four years away we don't even have a flying cars yet like calm down <laughs> your prediction was a little off yeah. we didn't we, we skyrocketed with technology but we haven't reached the uh over nine thousand power levels. So yeah, I was I was uh, describing like a couple books I'd read um, for a YouTube video, and I had like looked at Blade Runner as, as a book. It's like do do androids dream of electric sheep uh, by Philip K. Dick, and it's like a sci-fi dystopian novel written in the '60s. It takes place, I think it's like 2019. I think that's when it or 2017 or something. When was it written? 1960. Oh okay okay. Yeah, but it it's about the future. And right. It's like. Uh, <laughs> Uh, nice try yeah Close. and then uh everyone knows about the other movie the back to the future right happened in what year was it 2016 or 2017 okay sure um, i think it was 2018 you might I, I have no idea i think it was october if i remember correctly it was october like third 31 2018 i'm probably i'm definitely wrong on that but that's my guess yeah yeah but anyway so this is a movie about a a kind of android i guess that uh starts off with amazing cgi like that that's honestly kind of why my rating is so high because it is it the cgi never takes me out of the movie yeah you know sometimes you'll have a movie where something will happen or some transition or you know um something that does it really well is the hbo show um westworld westworld yeah it doesn't take you out because it's just so seamless and the cgi is is right there along with you and it's it's very very believable to the eye you know obviously you're gonna process and be like oh you know that's not possible but i specifically i'm talking about that scene where uh do we ever figure out the care that uh her foils name the enemy yeah the well guy? the quote enemy yeah the bad guy yeah the, ter- the terrorist kind of thing yeah he reaches up and he takes her uh her face plate off and it doesn't break scene it doesn't cut when he, when he puts it back it cuts i noticed that but when he pulls it right off you're like right there and he, he knows the piece that he's he has to pull off like it was it was just really um it was really cool to watch so. yeah 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 and the fight scenes are cool it's futuristic guns and and cool characters and uh yeah all around uh i i love the movie so anyway it, it hits all these boxes of just i'll hit good... your box hit my cervix hit your coccyx <laughs> the tip of it <laughs> i stole your joke <laughs> you did dude <laughs> just get right out from under me you set me up I, you threw it back at me i didn't know what to think of i just I went for it so you stole my idea. yeah that's where my brain went i had to say something um jesus it hit can i finish my point it, it hit so many boxes no you can't i'm going to keep interrupting you good do less of it no oh, okay then don't say good fine <laughs> agreeing to disagree 
I disagree to that. <laughs> now you're being argumentative. You're being a loser. Anyway, your boxes. <laughs> um, boxes. Yeah, it hits. It just like it's sci-fi, good action, um, like philosophical. Um, you know, it talks about like just the name itself, like, "Ghost in a Shell." So, the beginning of the movie is she is getting like her body, the shell is being created. The cyber part of her. The cy- yeah, the android mm-hmm. part of her. And then her brain gets inserted into this machine. And so she still almost retains it's not, her it's not her brain. I think it's like it's they've they found a way or the way they described it was like her consciousness is put into the artificial brain because her whole body is artificial. They're kind of taking it from the cloud and every time she kind of like dies or or gets injured, they kind of like reimplant it, and they can go in there and take it out. Because I, I, I don't think. I thought they put a brain in there. That her, or a physical brain that they took out of her body. I and thought put it so. In there, interesting. I thought so, and but then it's not really her brain, right? It's her consciousness, really. It's the shell of her brain because well, the they, ghost. Well, ghost in the shell. The shell's the body. No, the shell is her brain. The body no. is just the body. The shell is the brain, and her consciousness is the ghost i took it a different way i took it the way where the shell is the android part that's powerful but she doesn't connect with what it looks like and then the ghost is her soul represented by her brain put in the machinery well because her brain is still part of her android body that's what i took out of it It's it's a it's an artificial brain with her consciousness planted in there and that's why her ghost aka consciousness like is soul. yeah is the ghost in the shell of her brain slash body her her b- brain body is almost the same thing everything okay. physical about her i say is it would be her shell so you are kind of or i agree with you in that point sure but her consciousness is that ghost part of it yeah because she what they've done is shelled out her actual brain as well and the parts that they wanted her to keep you know her ability to do you know police work or learn to handle a gun and how to combat in certain areas and all the different things that they have created her to be able to do better than an android without a human brain or better than a human without any cybernetic you know, yeah, she's, augmentations. She was described as the, the best of, of humans and as well as uh, robots right. and the connection of the two. And that was a really interesting point because could that be how – this was a future of where all almost all humans are augmented in some way. Like they could, there was like a couple of surprising scenes of characters like taking their eyes off, and they would kind of like a machine that would go up, and then they're. Do you think she was an android? The. Uh... No, I think she was a human with uh, augmentations, okay. like changes. To, and they they said this too with, um, Scar- Scarlett Johansson's character was called Major. So Major's friend, he takes a, a later on in the movie he takes a grenade. Um, explosion and like he has to get augmented eyes and that's where the sort of like iconic almost sunglasses miniature sunglass eyes um come out and it he's still a human but he has enhancements and so i think all the characters uh, or like most humans there had uh enhancements of some sort which made our main character um more special because she was more robot than more machine than any other human had been but still retained the humanity right well she's a full cybernetic body and that's why yeah. i also assumed that her brain was the cybernetic creation of honka honka hanka hanka honka hanka was the was shut up siri 
Or is that is that okay Google? It's Google. If I okay Google too. No, I'm your Google assistant. Tell me how I can help you. I don't want you to help me. Just leave me yeah, alone. Yeah, just shut up. That would help. Just show me the goddamn cast of Ghost in the Shell. Kuze is the uh, character you were trying to think of. Kuze. Hideo, Hideo Kuze, played by Michael Pitt, is the quote terrorist that we you referred to as the bad guy. And you at one point when we started this the second part of the watching the movie, you're like, you know, is that I missed the part with the bad guy fight, and I was like, is he the bad guy? Because I remember that he may not be. Yeah. Uh, that I didn't think he was. You looking at your notes? Yeah. Spit um, some fire. We talked about the setting. We talked about, I mean, just the fact that it takes place in a city, a futuristic city, with all the advertisements that were really interesting to see. Uh, they're like big holograms, stand like building-sized holograms of interesting cartoonish almost japanese like how japan looks right now in on steroids. tokyo but yeah on steroids and like futuristic and it was just awesome the way they and the cgi totally worked and everything yeah. and this was just in transition scenes right um watching people travel or you know just like leaving the office and going to the field that type of stuff like yeah and you were watching it all you're fascinated by the creativity and the imagination of the of the of the creator you know and i'm not sure how much the director would have influence on that and you know he'd probably just told people insert you know a cgi scene of uh some travel type yeah thing. but whoever looked like the art director or whatever right, like had right. a good vision throughout yeah advertisers are probably taking notes while they're watching that as you know they're personally going to watch the movie and they're like yo that's a really cool idea i wonder if uh, we can get the sure. what's an advertising agency that's pretty sad i don't know what the well i just mean like there's probably like top 10 agency you know corporations or whatever yeah companies who are primarily or solely for advertising most corporations have their own advertising department right but the for the companies that aren't that big that don't have their own advertising company if they want to go look for an advertising company, you know, what, what are the top 10 type things? You know, I don't even know. I don't One know. or two or three at all. Yeah. So. Yeah. If they're not like, like, uh, fortune 500 companies, I don't think. You don't think? I mean, maybe there's a couple up there, but let's, let's put it better. Like fortune 50 companies. Like we know what fortune 50 companies generally like John Deere and Exxon and GE and Tesla and Facebook and like all these companies you don't hear marketing agency in the fortune 50 so we're not going to know what their names are even if they're huge companies they could be the t like you don't know the top 10 marketing agencies neither do i and i'm pretty well versed in business like sure because they're not huge 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 companies they're right. just they just do their thing yeah but they make a shitload of money or they did right like maybe, in the maybe in they the need 80s. help advertising <laughs> <laughs> oh the irony <laughs> Because we don't fucking know them. <laughs> Maybe that's the point. They want to stay, stay like yeah. uh, behind the scenes type thing. Yeah, that's where the real power is. Conspiracy theories slash horror conspiracy. Dude, you want to change to be a conspiracy theory podcast? Just Heck pivot. Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> hard left. Next week, Bigfoot. We're gonna talk. <laughs> 
just watch Bigfoot movies and talk about dude, dude. I saw this documentary, there. man. That's a big thing in Portland, actually. When I went for Thanksgiving, oh, I God. went into the mall and like gift shops and stuff. And like, <laughs> made in Portland, it's like the, yeah, the big like pull for for Oregon is like, oh yeah, we we got Bigfoot up here. It's like, oh okay, yeah, that was cool. Like you know, fifty years ago. But... I wonder what percentage of people are joking, and what percentage of people like really believe. Fifty and... fifty. <sighs> Portland is too weird for me, man. Too weird. I can't do <laughs> Their it. slogan is Portland is weird, or keep, keep us weird. Keep keep Portland keep weird. Port- yeah, there you go. Yeah, I watch Portlandia. Oh, that show is cringy, dude. I like I it. I can't do it. I like it. I can't do it. You gotta let go. I guess I do have to let go. Like, I, I definitely have to be in mood. It's not something I can just turn on and be like, oh, that was funny. I'm glad I watched that episode. No, it's gonna be like in a setting with other people and we're just goofing off or half paying attention yeah you got to get all your vegan friends around and it'll just be funnier (laughs) not that i have time just kidding we love vegans yeah next episode of vegans are gonna be on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) stay tuned we do have a guest lined up yeah we're not gonna spoil it yeah so tune in oh (laughs) we're blurring that out you didn't hear that damn it michael just joe just about anything just Find Joe him on Yo. YouTube. Yeah. Just Joe Yo. We'll get it. We'll we'll, uh, we'll get his place Call of Duty for episode eight. <laughs> but we'll tell you about him next week. He played you know, more than Call of Duty, dude. I don't think he's played Call of Duty in a while. Played Path of Exile. He does. For about two hours. He was on the other night. He's played more than you. More idiot. than me, dude. <laughs> next uh, note. What do you got? What do you got? You got a whole fucking page, dude. Start talking. All right. All right I'll go. I'll go through it. Yeah. So, yeah. What I liked about it, Cyberpunk, Future Tokyo, Scarlett Johansson's robotic just mannerisms. Gate? I called it a gate. Like that's, sure. That's the, the way she was walking. That's word. Yeah, because so why I liked it is because RoboCop has a very robotic walk. Or, sure. Um, What's that or, one uh, guy? Terminator. Dread. No, but the other, Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd. Yeah. Very, Fuck he's yeah. Not, we gotta not, watch that movie, by the way. He's not a robot, I don't think. No, but the way he acts is very like mechanical and like almost like militaristic. Sure, just, but that's militaristic. Yeah, but most depictions in movies of a robot is very robotic. Where Scarlett Johansson takes Ghost in a Shell as, I am trying to be human, but I don't have a human body. It was more subtle. But it's not like iRobot, where the robots are 100% human-like. Yeah. And they're, and she doesn't take it to that level. It's almost like just edging very close to that like human gait, but it's subtle enough to be like that is not normal sure but it's also not like a total robotic like right it's like, not like a like silly fake acting, robo like, cop type walk there's like, humanity bang, in there. bang, i yeah. am these are my joints i don't have full range no but, she's a good actress yeah. even even just physically the way she's moving like through her, every scene every time yes. she moves she's moving that same way she never loses it she doesn't you know and i'm sure i you know it'd be i'd be very curious to be like behind the scenes of filming that movie and see you know what was the direction given to her yeah. to get her to end Did that she mode? walk yeah. like that from her trailer onto the set? Did she, like, try to keep that? Does she stay in, in kind of character, stuff. like, the whole time? Like, See, you and I, really interesting. you and I are so, like, deep into, like, wondering how they craft movies that we want to see, like, almost behind the scenes. How did this actor prepare for that role? If I was on the West Coast, I would be visiting Hollywood a lot yeah. more often. I would be, like, trying to pull strings. You'd be and getting and... kicked out of Hollywood sets. Hell like, yeah. yeah. Sneak in and get kicked off. No, but you're so likable that people will just, like, yeah, you just, like, end up. Hey, how can I help? And they'd be like, get me right on. And start getting a paycheck in the mail all of a sudden. Like, well, who is this Cory Montoya guy? 
Why are we paying him? What does your, he do? Your life is a lie, and you're enjoying it. <laughs> um, I wrote down when the friend got his eyes. I thought that was a cool scene, a cool uh, change of character. Like, or um, what do you call it when like a character, like a character arc for yeah. this side character? So actually, the difference between this movie and the anime is, I'm pretty sure in the anime. Yeah, Phil, send you nerd. You weeaboo. Go ahead. <laughs> the people don't like dead air, Corey. Can you stop <laughs> hanging with your mouth open and just fucking talk? You hate when I interrupt you, but you do it right back. I love it. I love it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make it awkward for everyone because you did that. Anyway, I'm pretty sure in the anime that they never show how uh what's his name? Batu. They never show how Batu you know gets his eyes. And it's always interesting in American-made adaptations or live-action movies is that they feel like the need to describe how a character um, got the way they look, right? Or uh, you know how their appearance changed, or why you know it's 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 interesting that they chose that. Like, oh, there's a grenade blowing up, or he he kind of saves Major, um, <clears throat> and because he does, he loses his eyes and. But his face is okay, and he doesn't have other injuries. But he lost his eyes. Like that, it's it's uh, it was a weird thing for me to see. Like, oh well, I I didn't I, I don't remember seeing that in the anime of him like being injured. And all right, I got these eyes now, and then we're gonna spend you know five minutes on, on Batu getting his new eyes. But in this movie, they made it like a big thing. Like, oh, he saves Major. Here's his new eyes. We want to show the audience this, and it's not something like deep like a Nolan type thing where we're just gonna skip over it. You just assume that we'll be audiences to make their own uh little, come little to bit their of mystery behind it right yeah. right right uh, you know as as someone who didn't know that and so i i appreciate the fact that you were able to describe like that that wasn't in the anime his origin story. that's on record you appreciate me <laughs> i appreciate you i appreciate you anyway hey i'll go on record listen guy i really appreciate you <laughs> Corey. all right like, back to the movie that's an enough awesome hard, that's enough hard chart an awesome individual so thankful that you're doing this podcast with me. You're a great friend. And I love you very much. Fuck you. You this is a self-defense mechanism. <laughs> I'm really trying yeah, to I don't connect. know how to, I don't know how to handle uh You can't take a compliment and compliment. I understand the wall you're putting up. I'm going to gently push it down. Should I lay should I lay down like a You like can lay down, I'll rub your belly like a psychiatrist's office and be like Oh yeah, absolutely. We should do that. <laughs> I'm giving you positive reinforcement. That'll We're be all the, friends here. That'll be the set when we have a a, a, a like a, a real thumbnail. <laughs> just just put you in a psychologist there and just be ta- talking. And you blah, talking? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> no, that'll be our set. What is it called? Though a fucking studio. Yeah, that'll be our studios. That's how we shoot a, podcasts. A desk and a chair and a fucking uh, <laughs> psychiatric uh, chair. Oh, and just man. have you laying down smoking a joint or something. <laughs> and me just yelling. Dude, you're totally right, man. <clears throat> I would say that captures our dynamic. Huh? That captures our dynamic. Yeah. Can I finish on with my point? Oh, yeah. I appreciate you bringing that up because I didn't know that. And I thought not knowing they could have had his eyes just miniature and weird from the beginning of the movie and it wouldn't have bothered me any i just would have exactly. thought that's a cool addition but the fact that they showed the origin of that happening i was cool with i thought it was interesting okay. i liked it 
didn't yeah, matter they, to track. Right, and and you know, Batu is like one of the main characters. I mean, he's actually second in casting on the Google search. It's Scarlet, and then Pilo. Yeah, but who uh, gives a shit about that? Pilo. Well, that's what I mean because <laughs> Batu in the anime There's is Scarlett not... Johansson and nobody else famous. That's it. All these are like soap opera actors. Uh, you should know Chin Han. He's a very okay. Prominent. He's he's a prominent. Juliette Binoche has been in a, a lot of movies she's, as well. She's a very famous actor from the late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Um, Juliette who's the Binoche? bad guy? We don't even see the. Is that him? Bearded man. <laughs> Michael Wincott, I think, is the uh, president of of Hana of Hana. 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 Isn't that him? No, that's that's uh, Del Suke. Aramaki. He's the... That's the leader of Section 9. Okay. Captain? Not Captain. She's Major. He's Captain? How does hierarchy of... Uh, of Scarlett Johansson is Major. Right. She's Major, but what his what would his be his rank be if he is in charge of her? Uh, the leader. <laughs> a general. I don't know. He's not a general. I, I, you're asking me a question, I don't know the answer director? to Director? He's probably a director. Okay, he's a director. Section, section 9 director. We got there. Eventually. Eventually. That's what the that's what the fucking title of this podcast should be. We got there. Eventually. Well at least we're talking about the movie. <laughs> Jesus. I'm like Gladiator. That was a train wreck. Oh, if you stuck with so us. It's so sad that we wrecked that train because Gladiator well, we watched is a classic. It, the, the the flaw there was we watched it and then two weeks later decided to let's sit down and talk about that. What? <laughs> I don't know. Side two weeks remember. later, it just like happened to be that yeah, life right. got in the way, dude. Sorry. Life gets in the way. Sorry. Life finds a way, except Sor- with all your podcasts. Sorry, not sorry. We're too big to fail. Too small to fail. Too small to fail. We can do whatever the hell we want. We're not a bank. If we were a bank, I would not be doing I'd, a podcast. If I was a bank, we'd be totally fine because the government will just bail us out. You know, I have done further research into it, and I don't think the bank. I think the banks had to get bailed out. Oh, absolutely. The market, the world economy. Would I don't have think there's. I don't think there's like a singular group of people that we can point at and go, "You guys, greedy bastards, failed, and you guys should have been in prison." It's like much more complex than that. Yet that was the sentiment: is oh, these rich bankers, like, right. and that's the Bernie. Well, anything Sanders. goes wrong, people would want someone to blame, and there was a failure on too many levels for anyone to, it was be a bubble. Held, to be held responsible. A bubble is like a group. It's, it's, there's no, no one culpable, you know, like there's a car insurance bubble. At least that's what I hear. It's people are paying into this thing that um, is getting too expensive and we keep ramping each other up and we're, it's going to pop. And um, I don't know the details for uh, beyond that, but you know what I don't do? Speculate. Pay car insurance. <laughs> Because you don't have a car. That's true. So you just you ask. want me to do. You want me to do like a self podcast. You want me to do like a, a a blog on the life of a person who doesn't have a car in a city. I don't care. Let's move on. Oh, okay. All right. Camouflage. Really like that part about the movie. Are you talking about the very end? Uh, I'm talking about the fact that Scarlett Johansson Major could uh, go invisible, camouflaged with her suit. If you like that she can go invisible with her suit, you should definitely watch the anime because okay. she has a couple more abilities. Awesome. You know what this makes me want to play? It makes me want to play uh, uh, Dusex Human Human Revolution. Okay. It's like a very, it's like it's set in the same kind of universe where you get to augment yourself and do these weird things and you can be like 
almost like a wizard casting spells or a gunslinger or do both or whatever. It's a, uh, definitely sounds, definitely a good game. That sounds badass. Oh yeah, it got really good reviews. Like it's definitely on my list of, of games to play. But it's, I have it's kind of sex. Um, you have Human Revolution probably. Yeah. Yeah. So that game actually came out in like <clears throat> two thousand five. I want to say two thousand five is my guess. Sure. But uh, that's a really good game. I probably spent way too many hours playing that because I was a dumb little gamer and couldn't figure it out. You should have studied. You would have a job by now. We wouldn't be podcasting. Should have studied? <laughs> yeah. Oh, studied studied like in school yeah, instead of playing instead that of game? Yeah, video games. All right. That's episode seven, guys. All right, thanks. See you for episode eight with... Oh, I'm not going to plug his name because you already did. Joe Etienne. Palpable. <laughs> Palpable tension. Um, Cut it like, with a knife. I like the fight scene in the water. Oh, where she chases down the guy and uh, kind of flip him, flips him upside down. Oh, that's what you're talking about invisibility because that's like the first time that we see her be able to go invisible. Yeah. Really cool scene. You know, we have modern day invisibility. You know, I saw on technology, um, like a technology subreddit. That's our technology. No, it wasn't that one. It was a, a different one about insane technology or like that's insane or something. Uh, I don't remember the subreddit. That's awesome. Maybe. Uh, and it was... This is awesome. Maybe. And <laughs> I, just like, I don't remember. I just, what do you I want me like to say? You, I just like you interrupting I, right before you. <laughs> just get it all sorry, out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. You're pissing off a whole lot more people than me. <laughs> all those viewers out there. No, I'm making them laugh, dude. That's, that's why they sure. keep coming back. Laughing at all you. All zero of them. Not with you. No, they're laughing at you, not me. They're laughing with me at you. We're both laughing at them, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I saw night vision. And the night vision, it's colorized. It is like a picture-perfect desert, but at night. Like how you would view the desert. The quality's a little grainy, but imagine night vision technology okay what do you what do you envision night vision what do you mean night, like, like night vision goggles night vision goggles okay, okay, what, okay. what do you see with night vision goggles it's all green okay and it doesn't look like i mean you could see things but it doesn't look like the daytime have, have you ever worn them before no so, i played laser tag one time that <laughs> i don't even know if that's relevant i just wanted to say it <laughs> i played in a room that has black lights dude there was night vision everything was glowing that's not how night vision works and I, I challenge you to. You asked me a wear... question. Of course, no. Go ahead. What do you mean? That's of course no. I've never worn. Night I don't know what your goggles. connections are. Why are you fucking yelling at me? Oh, I'm not yelling like I was last episode with the. Uh, yeah, because you turned the mic sensitivity down, so we can't blow out the speakers. Yeah, I think it's hopefully, gonna be better. Hopefully, everyone listening has it like set to max volume, and we don't like black blast them. Yeah. And if they're listening on quiet, hopefully, whatever you play after this, make sure you turn your volume down. What great. a what a weird what a weird like way to record like great PSA keep Corey <laughs> keep changing our fucking recording volume I don't think it's, thanks Michael I think we're trying to update and sound better I think we sound better this episode than we do last episode call in let us know our let voice us quality know. text me <laughs> <laughs> oh man I love it we're getting silly it. dude oh. can we. Anyway. Do you have to go soon? Invisible technology? Um, we got 20 minutes. Okay. Fight scene in the water. She takes a drug to so her brain doesn't reject her body. Right, and that's what the doctor says in the beginning. It's like, here, take this. 
and she's told that this is like medicine for you like you have to take this in order to keep surviving and then it ends up we end up finding out that that's like actually hurting her brain it's like taking her memories out and she doesn't realize it because she was under the assumption that it was helping her but it's kind of like that facade of we're controlling you but we're it's like a modern day application it's like take this medicine because it's it's helping you but it's actually not for the matrix yeah that's what you wrote down yeah yeah you had to ask me because you didn't remember you fucking plebeian you you. need to go watch the net the matrix if you don't remember the blue pill versus the orange pill okay so (laughs) did anyone else see what just happened there you all were here you listened to it i'm not gonna edit it (laughs) just i'm gonna let that i'm gonna let that hang let's move on moment of silence press f to pay respects (laughs) blue pill versus red pill i said orange you are such a fuck up i'm looking at the orange dude i saw orange and I don't want to hear your excuses. There's there's Google Google Home over Leave there. Leave my Google Home. And a red deck box behind it. And I meant to say red, but I saw orange, and I said orange. It's, I wanna... it's a trip of the brain. That's not my fault. You are definitely tripping. So, <laughs> I wish she... I was tripping. <laughs> on the ground, we better. <laughs> what do you mean? Let's move on. <laughs> the bad guy, uh, he says a quote that my ghost will survive. Which is interesting because um, her foil, who's uh, he's almost like a terrorist. It's a guy in a sort of a broken body, and he's like a hooded figure. And so uh, you are describing him as a terrorist. I, I I thought you did. I'm going off your words. The the movie describes him as a terrorist because that's what they label him because he is turns anti- out to not be a bad guy. Okay. Well, that's what I mean. Like you they are labeling him as a terrorist but the every time if you remember you probably don't because you were intoxicated but every (laughs) every time stop telling people i'm drunk dude stop it i can have a drink if we're drunk watching a movie no one cares but you know the fact that we're talking about it you you can't get the facts wrong but every time he's referred to as a terrorist is by the government or the corporation so we as the viewer have to take that into account is that if they are labeling him as such, we have to watch every time we interact with him or we see him on screen, he may not be acting as a terrorist. He has um, he has his own motivations. He has why he's doing what he's doing. He has a whole his own personal background that it doesn't really get to develop in a movie, which is another downside of a live action adaptation of a of an anime or a manga is you there's just way too much information to condense down into two hours in order to keep an audience in a theater yeah but i thought the way they did it was good because i bought it as a again as a viewer who hasn't seen the animes if i if if i loved the anime and i went and watched this movie i'd probably get a five out of ten because there's so much more in anime that is lost in translation and that's always going to be a downside for me in watching whatever the original is and then trying to take an American Hollywood version of it. It's, it's It just doesn't translate. They're trying to get people in the audi- in, into the theaters instead of let's keep what the magic of the anime was and translate that into a quality movie. So and there are is, very yeah. few, very few, and I can't remember off the top of my head, instances of when that has been so done like, well. So, let's say, let's say you're in charge and you make all the decisions. Like, you make this Ghost in the Shell movie are you doing it to appease the the anime fans the people who've watched it are you doing it to appease a general audience to 
you know, I'm doing it to why are you uh, making this bring, movie to kind of bring honor in quotes okay to the original work. So if I had if I ever had the opportunity to take a manga or anime and adapt it to a a movie, I would do exactly like the Hunger Games did and break it into parts. Or what's what's another um, Lord of the Rings? Um, well, Lord of the Rings. Each movie was based on the book and absolutely they had to cut content but they still did a good job of like hitting the main checkpoints but i haven't read the lord of the rings books sadly i'm not i will admit that i'm not i'm just just kidding sorry i'm just shooting you a lot i'm out no 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 sit down sit back down it'd be funny to say i don't actually mean that (laughs) i i i will admit like I, i i never read the books i i don't know why i should it's definitely on my list to do but i never read the book so i can't um contrast what was in the books and versus what was in the movies but i still those no, movies are still one, some of the greatest said, movies ever made yeah but you said you wanted to bring honor to the work i don't think any director anybody in charge of a movie like well would, the would, system is broken you you are given money to make one movie and the movie has to be successful in order to make the possibility of another movie you have to have screenplays for part one, part two, part three in order for someone to say, yes, we're going to give you money to make this movie. So instead of doing that, people will take the whole, condense it on down into a watered-down version and present this as my idea to make this standalone movie that I'm condensing all of this kind of gold content or precious content and I have to condense it down. I have to cut this, I have to cut this, cut this. I'm sure there are on the DVD or the whatever, there are bonus scenes and extra content that they just couldn't add into the theatrical release because how are you going to keep an audience in the movie theater for two hours? Well, come to find out, you can do that for Endgame. You can keep an audience in the theater for three hours and everyone's totally okay with it because the buildup was totally worth. But people may not be as familiar with Ghost in a Shell. And so it's, it's always sad to see that they cut cut some of the... I just think you're you're coming at it from the perspective of like such a small percentage of the people who are gonna see this. And so for that reason alone, like like let's say you appeal to five or ten percent of people who are gonna go see this. I doubt it's that high. You're not making it for them. And you're not even making like a ghost in the shell. You're making this is a whole nother thing. This is an artist who's part of a band who's made like a rock band made many rock albums who goes off on their own and like really just wants to do different like folksy music and like you're making a different thing than that series and it's loosely related i don't know if that's a good analogy i'm just do you see what i mean like a little bit like ghost in the shell as a movie for american theaters it's got to be its own thing it's got to be able to stand alone and yes, you can reference the anime, but you're not like this. I think, I think the motivations, the motivations from con- from the conceptual side, is that we have to pitch this. Uh, sure. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you got to pitch it. We have to pitch it, and the pitch is we have to get money, and yeah. so money is kind of like the bedrock of like. You how think it's this a broken system? I think it's a broken system because it's a great system. I'm a business major though, so I like. It's a great system because the quantity and quality of movies we can make and the money behind it is really good. But that means you lose some of the magic in trans in in specifically translating movies <clears throat> or animes into live action. 
using Hollywood as the vehicle. So I think capitalism is a good system because it even <laughs> Whoa, no I'm, I'm gonna go there no, 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 i'm addressing your point out. i'm okay. addressing your point i'm not getting crazy capitalism is a good system because it allows even the artists who have enough drive to actually sit down and get things done and network and i need an editor and i need to hire on i need to get studio executives to fund my movie and i need like this is a business venture. I want to make money. I want it to be big. I want it to be bright. I want to hire Scarlett Johansson. I want to write the script. I want it like the director, the business guy, the group of people, the set of friends, the brothers that directed this, whatever it is. If those if those people have a drive to make it, capitalism allows artists who actually can get stuff done and a lot of people it takes to make a movie. And then if that movie is good and it works, and you have a good editing team, a good cinematography team. That's a beautiful work of art. And capitalism, I get that it's motivated by money and you got to have a target audience, all that other bullshit that takes away from the art. But it's a it's a vehicle. It's the car that got us to our destination, right. which is this beautiful thing. Right. That's what I like about right. capitalism. And I think it's a good system. I don't think it's a broken system. I don't think it's broken either. Because oh, you said I, that. I, 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 <laughs> I thought it, you said it's a broken system. I, uh, I don't mean a... a uh, it's not a broken system. It's flawed, and I would. There I, are flaws. It's I not wanna, a perfect system. So the vehicle like that we take getting there, the road that we drive on yeah. is the quote honor of the enemy that we had to you are right. drive over, literally destroy, in order to make this movie. In order to make money, you're paving over old stuff to return. Yeah. Get our returns back to. <laughs> Because at the conceptual uh, level, you're approaching with a, a screenplay, and you're like, hey, who? let's throw the screenplay out to all the various, uh, um, what are they called? Theaters? Not theaters. Um, studio executives? Studios? studios? Yeah, studios. And like, all right, who's going to bite on this? Because this is a screenplay adaptation of I, I have of this manga. And it's like, all right, well, we'll give you, you know, $100 million to make this movie, and we expect to make 200 our money back at the very yeah, least. 5x on our money. Right. Well, if you, it, I I have an idealistic view of that that you take uh, the magic of a manga and I mean that like magic because yeah. there are there are uh, the vehicle is totally different of a manga when it goes to the audience versus a live action movie when it goes to the audience. Like there's just things that are very hard to um, translate between an animated thing versus a live action. I think we have the technology nowadays where I think we have the technology in almost now 15, 11 days from 2020 to be able to almost perfectly translate an anime animated movie or series into a movie <coughs> or you movies mean, you mean even open almost like so in an anime it goes like scene by scene you'd almost like shoot it the same way and keep all the same elements i wouldn't say all but you can keep the yeah you could be more true to it right yeah because if you go into like well this is not would it, from, would this that is not from experience but if you went into like the subreddit of a specific anime or or um you know, hypothetical. It, there's a great anime that's loved by the audiences. There's certain parts that are maybe filler. There's certain parts, you know, there maybe there's like four seasons of a, of a show, um, or you know, shorter than that. Maybe there's two seasons and there's you know, 
24 episodes, and eight of those episodes were kind of a little filler. So you still have 16 episodes that are quality content, and we're trying to adapt those to a movie. You take kind of four episodes each, and you break those down into four movies. You, you, you're still – the magic can still be uh, portrayed in retained. a live action. Yeah, yeah, and retained in a live action adaptation. You can break it down into four movies, and it still can be quality content because people are going to get hooked by the first movie. And that second movie is going to keep bringing people in and keep bringing people in. And if people watching the anime loved the finale season four, look how this anime ended, then the movie is going to do the same thing. It's literally almost exactly the same thing that Avengers has done. It's like, look at their origin stories. Look at our first battle. Our second big battle is a team and Endgame. Look, I mean, a massive movie. It broke all the, all the records. Like, that can be done the same for animated it's comic books to movie was the first step yeah i think, I think anime I think will be the second you step. and me both are missing a lot of factors <clears throat> in that what made marvel a big movie because it took many movies to do that and big name actors big money big money and this was just way more contained i mean probably my guess is one dude had to really pitch this and he got one person to bite on it and then he took all his money and just tried to make the best movie possible. And I hope it did well. I don't know oh, what I'm sure. I'm, I'm obviously living in an idealistic world. There are many, many you, What you're describing, factors. if that was the way to do it, like, yeah, you're probably right that this guy, whoever he is, if he's wanting to make a Ghost in the Shell movie, like, would have liked to do it that way yeah. with unlimited budget, time, yeah. effort, energy, Well, that's what I'm pitch. saying. 2020 going forward, we, we have the technology. But you know what? You know what's cool? <laughs> and I, I mean this, like... If you and I got good enough at animating, we could make our own adaptations of things that we liked for increasingly as years go on. $100,000 would go, or like a reasonable amount for me and you, like a couple thousand, like $10,000 uh, could go a long way towards making an animated film way more than it could 20 years ago where you'd have to have a Pixar studio to make like Toy Story, whereas nowadays... If you I got make... $10,000 to make an animated film, Yeah, it'd be two minutes, and I would spend two years. You not know how long it takes to make no. animated stuff? No, not necessarily. I disagree with you there. If you and I learned Photoshop and learned... We got uh, really good computers, and we were able to become really good artists or hire on good artists, maybe not for $10,000, we'd be able to make... That's it... what I mean. No, <laughs> I'm saying figures... the technology... Massively low. I'm, I'm trying to and make a point... the timetable is massively low. Okay, here's here's a concrete point because you don't you don't buy my uh, analogy. Yeah. So well, I don't buy point... it and neither do Hold the on, people Hold on, let me listening. make my point. Is ta Tangerine. You ever seen that movie? That's not an animated movie. No, but it was shot in the iPhone. Sure, but you don't need animated parts for it. No-name actors and actresses and shot in an iPhone and I think the dude mixed the sound together himself or something like it just all the the budget was very 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 low and it's a good film and it shot real well you couldn't do that because they didn't have iphones prior to 2007 right so you can increasingly do that idea of adapting really the way you want it with low amount of dollars and potentially high returns if there's a demand for um enough people like ghost in the shell that they would watch it or produce that live action um but marvel's like a totally different thing yeah i think yeah. my comparison to marvel might have been a little bit i don't know it's a good conversation though. going for the whale instead of the fish sure 
the so bad the, guy in my ghost will survive oh that's his quote yeah 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 and then i like that he's kind of just like her she, he he is yeah. he is the <laughs> going back to the movie now yeah we're talking about ghost in the shell <laughs> welcome <laughs> to episode whatever it is ghost in the shell welcome to episode you've seven. got michael coolman cory montoya <laughs> Uh, so he he is her. We find out that uh, he is one of the first versions of her. The doctor says, yeah. you, you are number 99. There are 98 failures before you. And are you checking the time for my sake? Yeah. You are. You Thank you. We have two minutes. So we <laughs> guess we need to get to one of the last notes. And we'll maybe we'll, maybe we'll make this a, a part one. Yeah. Just like they did with the... Uh, Avengers, Lord of the Rings. What's yeah. part one? No. Check us back soon next time. Actually, just keep listening to the video because we'll add it on. Oh, really? We can just splice on. So we'll see. If this is gonna be a second seconds. video. God, it's so unprofessional. Yeah, it'll just be. We'll just splice it. Ten in there. seconds and ready. Cut. End game part two. <laughs> End game part two. <laughs> <laughs> we just listened to uh, part two, so welcome back or. Uh, thanks for they don't care about welcoming back thanks for staying tuned just get on with shenanigans keep talking about the movie ghost in a shell or endgame ghost in a shell oh i wanted to talk about endgame can we stop this one now yeah let's take a pause what do you want to say about endgame no we're not taking a pause i'm just i was just kidding okay good go ahead um (laughs) you didn't have a point lined up no i did no i did uh so this kind of reminded me of, of blade runner 2049 Ghost in the Shell reminded me of there's some similarities. So you have a main character, and they are you don't not sure if they're unreliable or if they're not human. So you don't know if the main character in Blade Runner 2049 was totally like he might have been an, uh, an AI. You're talking about Harrison Ford or, or Harrison Ford as well. That was a theme running through the movie. Is the girl he was in love with? Might have been an AI, or she was an AI. Absolutely. And I I don't remember the details from Blade Runner, the original movie. I I more so remember it from 2049, where Ryan Gosling, like, a big part of that movie is that he's not sure if he, he's told he's an AI, but he might be a human. But he's told he's an AI. Yeah, but he feels, he's, that's why he's our main character, is that he acts like a human. But yeah, he's, he's struggling with the fact that he is definitely created, but he is having human emotions or human uh, thoughts and 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 rationalities that that's why he's struggling with this because I'm told this but I feel this yeah but he's definitely an AI yes that struggle between are you being... talking about him like rubbing that line of like trying to balance yeah. oh am I an AI or am I human and is this the kind of uh, um, reality that's not the right word like, is this my perception? Yeah. It's kind of, there. this is a philosophical idea with Descartes. Uh, he was a philosopher that made the Cartesian plane, the graph. Mansplain it. Right mansplain now, it. Mansplain it. <laughs> Cartesian uh, plane. So Descartes is the one that said, I think, therefore I am, cogito ergo sum. And what he meant by that is the only thing we can know for sure in this world, in this life, is that you yourself are a thinking feeling being because everything else 
might be an illusion. And so what he means by that is, let's say that there's a demon inside that you're inhabiting. Either you're inhabiting, a demon is taking control of your body or taking control of your, like, perceptual being, your consciousness, and portraying everything in front of you. Another way of saying this is, what if you were just a brain in a lab and, and you had scientists all around poking your brain and that's what's producing this reality that you're seeing, feeling, thinking in front of you. And that's the matrix. That's so, uh, I mean, this, this philosopher lived in like the 1700s, um, Rene Descartes and is that theme is still present in Blade Runner and in Ghost in the Shell. It's that we have this character who is a machine or a, a produced being or beyond the normal organic human, you know, born, raised, t you're a toddler, you go through adolescence, you're a young adult, you're middle-aged, you're older aged, you die. Like that's the normal hu human life, but human life gets extended, augmented, it gets created. And so she's struggling with, am I a human? And she portrayed that really well with what we talked about earlier with her robotic movements on how much of her humanity is she trying to push through and well yeah you also have people who have uh prosthetics how often when they have a prosthetic leg do they look robotic they don't they just you just look like you have a limp but if you have two of them then it looks very robotic don't like, they have a name for that it's called a phantom itch no, a phantom itch is when you, like, feel your... Leg. Your phantom leg, and you feel, like, a scratch or an itch or some some sensation that your but you don't have a leg. brain is making up. Are you getting itchy that... talking about it right now? No. I am. Uh, <laughs> you were talking about that, that line, and I think uh, uh, that's kind of like a struggle with whether or not your reality is real. And that doesn't have to go just with, like, AI or movies or, or science fiction. Sure. Like, I think a lot of people might struggle with that, like, is this reality? And some people answer that with, like, suicide, or some people answer that with, like, you know, drugs or trying to maintain uh, a lifestyle, or not a lifestyle, but <clears throat> always trying to escape the reality, whether it's drugs or whatever they're doing. You know, there's so many different uh, vices. That yeah, like can... taking psychedelics to see another reality. Well, I just mean, like, constantly. It's just, like... It's not just something that you, like, dabble in. It's just, like, I want to escape my actual reality. Yeah. And so... That's why we read stories, I think. Right. Um, right. Listen to stories. Listen to... It's why we... It's why we do most things, is living, like, a fantasy that could be, um, or avoiding a worse reality that's projected in our minds of how things... Bad things could yeah, be. Yeah, it's crazy. And that's, that's what, like, where society is headed, is, like to change our perception and reality and like alter it to something that we want and the antithesis is like buddhists or monks or people who you know the amish type thing like maintain the base reality um don't supplement it in any way and appreciate kind of like what life already has for you instead of looking towards the future and it's like two competing ideas yeah um i hope we don't lose both ideas in the future it's awesome to navigate the world with both philosophies that you've outlined readily available and we can explore each of them like we can explore we can here yeah. in the u.s yes yeah 
right now in 2019. I was trying to take that in perspective as like what is our what is our experience as Americans living in in Florida? Well, you can only speak to what we know. I mean, it, sure, but we know that other countries can't necessarily have. But that I don't know what their thought. experience is like. I'm not tapped into their day to day experience. But you can assume. Sure, and and they're still a consumer like we are. They're just their limits are much lower, and yeah. they don't have as much access to resources that we do. But they still have to struggle with the same basic concepts that we do. Yeah. And I think yeah, choosing between something of reality. Oh, look at the American Hollywood. Look at American Trump bullshit. Look at all the stuff that we see from outside of the U.S. Looking in, and they're chasing the kind of quote American dream that's not really a, a, our dream anymore. Anyway, or yeah, you choose the Tibet monk setting himself on fire, or look at these. There's learnings that can happen. Of, between both sides yeah. so both people can both sets of cultures can learn from each other like that's why it's really like enriching or enhancing to go on a mission trip or something to i've been on a mission trip to ethiopia where i went with a hospital group and uh provided free medical care for people in ethiopia i got more out of that trip just by learning from other people's culture they were just chilled out nice people ethiopians are super social so if i was like standing just anywhere like in the hospital like people who barely spoke english like a young group of guys like my age would come up to me and they just start hey how's it going they'd shake my hand and hello we wanted to talk to you and how's how are things and they didn't have an agenda they weren't they just wanted to get to know me and that's how they interact with people with each other there is they just go up to a random stranger and they're like bacteria they like crawl to you to see if you're food yeah. They just need some sort of outside interaction, anything to break up the monotony of life. I, I liked it. It was very human. It was oh, very, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but I mean, you, and then you bring it back to America. You're like, oh, if you go out and, and people don't really talk to each other. No, they avoid. Like, you know, you know, personal we, space is such like a huge thing nowadays. Like you, I, traveling over the holidays and stuff like that. You're on metros, you're on planes, you're yeah. all this. And like, if you, if you like break your personal bubble accidentally or purposely intrude on someone else's it's like a huge old crime like what have you done why you get this dirty look and what is this person thinking what am i thinking blah 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 it's like such a a, uh it's hyper americanism i don't think it's good i don't think it's good either um we had an interesting experience just now we walked outside and saw our neighbors our neighbors are moving out and i mean we talked to them a few times um but like that now there's a whole thing of new neighbors coming in and we're going to talk to them. We got to get to know them. And uh, it's like, do you though? No, we don't have to, but it'd be nice if we knew everybody. And we like, I try to wave to people in our neighborhood just when they're going out. I try to give them a, a little, you know, that's not a wave. acknowledgement. That's just a, like a, Oh, I see you there. I won't back. I give them a little Heil Hitler. <laughs> I just, I give them a little, let them know what's up. You're just letting them know I see you, so I yeah. won't back in you as I'm backing out of the parking lot, but you're not no. necessarily having an interaction. When, when it, it is an interaction. It's an acknowledgement. Hey, you see me. I see you. How's it going? Give a little smile. Just acknowledgement. And I don't even know if they live in our neighborhood, but I, I think you can do a lot by developing your own community around that way. That's not developing your community. It is. That's that's. It's not doing it hardcore, and it's not... I don't think it's doing it in the in the slightest. You're you're merely being friendly. Fair enough. You are not getting to know your community. You have not crossed that line yet of crossed over that line, I should say, and gotten towards 
gone towards what your point was of yeah. getting to know your community or getting to know your neighbors in the slightest. Like, you wanted to get your noter- get to know your neighbors in the slightest. When a new person comes, moves in, we make them brownies and we invite them over for whatever. I don't make brownies for anyone though. Yeah, I mean, I like, that's what I, I don't mean. make brownies for my girlfriend. But nobody does anymore. That no, used to but be that's... a big thing in 20, 20 years ago. Was like someone new in the neighborhood, even if it was your apartment. Hey. Uh, nice to meet you. We you just got here, you know, all this type of stuff. Welcoming versus say, it, giving the high Hitler I, in the in the <laughs> in the elevator as we go down to the first floor. No, I I we don't have any elevators. What kind of where do you live? <laughs> I'm just saying we like, live together. Majority where are of, the elevators. The majority of apartment complexes have elevators. Or whatever going up to the seventh. Dude, we floor. live in like a motel, like ratty little apartment, like. We got some- Don't berate her like that. She has feelings. <laughs> I want to get this on record that while we're living together, this is not a nice apartment. What this do you is- mean? It's the bare min- It could be worse. Things could be falling apart. Have you done apartment searching in the area? A fair amount. No, yeah. you have not. <laughs> you have yeah. Not. Sure I have. In the commodities that we have here, compared to the surrounding area and anywhere north until you get to Lake Mary, this is very nice. It doesn't have... The only thing it doesn't have is in apartment laundry everything yeah. else it has yeah i okay you i like living here yeah I it's just have, nothing yeah, great I think you have a little bit of a bougie perspective the apartment i lived in was three hundred dollars more it was and it was way nicer and it would have been renovated new. yeah and that was in altamont springs right. well i guess we're still in altamont springs but that's where me and jolie lived before i moved here and so it's i don't think that was altamont springs was yeah, your, it was. Was your address? It was Cortland. Yeah. Not Cortland. What am I saying? Um, Cortland's a street. Was that Maitland? I thought it was Altamont. It can't be Altamont because Altamont stops once you get to Maitland Avenue. You guys were at the end of Maitland Avenue. It had to be Maitland. You, I mean, you, you might right be right. Maitland is like a different city, and that's getting closer to downtown. And, of course, those are nicer as you get towards downtown until you get to the ghettos. I didn't but... pay that much more, and I had a way better apartment is kind of the point I'm trying to say. Well, but, I've lived here for four years, too, so you have to kind of, like, pick up after. after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had to steam the room before you moved in. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, uh, do, do you do you see that, that connection that I was thinking as I was watching this, that Ghost in the Shell and Blade Runner 2049, the main character, is not human and kind of Well, discovered. I take it further than that. It wasn't just, like, 2049. I... Ex Machina. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Westworld. Artificial intelligence from the from the two, early two thousands. Uh, almost there's so many different. Yeah, Westworld exactly. Like it was almost exactly the same. Where you just like we follow a character who is yeah. a, a machine, like yeah. a robot, and we we get to see his or her. There's multiple characters in that, and their humanity kind of developing. It's not like, developing. Remember, in Westworld, he designs them that way to be able to have that thought, and it's exactly the same that she is doing. But she's actually like a success story in the reality instead of this artificial like escape world you know what an interesting thing there was was um kind of how memory and brains work is that when when we go to sleep we kind of encode everything for the day into dreaming and we try to remember most of it and that's where a lot of the long-term thinking gets sunk into your so that's why if you have lack of sleep you just your memory short-term memory goes away etc um and for an AI, they get reset every night, but yet, as we realized in Westworld and kind of the theme going through this movie too, is what do you remember after you've been reset as a computer? Because if you've got some humanity or a human-like brain, an AI system, you still remember stuff 
even though your brain has been your hard drive has been wiped yeah so this these aren't machines that we can just manipulate and well even nowadays you can't fully wipe a hard drive yeah like there's still ghost files and all that type of stuff you know and i'm, I'm sure what I'm if that was consciousness oh yeah oh, that's, yeah. that's that's directly translated until we can actually wipe a hard drive on our personal computers and get yeah. it completely clean imagine the struggles of someone making you know a huge file and a whole artificial intelligence and then you gotta wipe it like the the possibility of getting to zero absolute zero is absolute is absolutely zero so and that's an interesting concept because once we start making a machine that only if you keep repairing it and updating it it can last forever that consciousness in humanity could in a be inserted into a machine that lasts forever because your organic bo body will die. I mean, your you know limbs uh, get old and bones, you know all that stuff, and that's how people die Not at me. old age. Not you, bro. Not me. I'm gonna live till I'm 120. Didn't your back? Didn't you slip a disc like eight months ago and I you were out of work? I didn't herniate it. Oh, what happened? <laughs> so it was just a bulge. Don't worry about you it. You couldn't walk, dude. <laughs> I could walk. Oh, you just sat sat on your ass. It was just a really slow walk. I was resting, of course. I walked from my bed to the TV room. Shut the fuck up. You hobbled. I did hobble. You... Peeing was the worst, dude. Trying to do a squat on the toilet. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, because you're a sit-down peer. You're not, you don't, you're not a stand-up <laughs> Okay. We're going to edit this. We'll shit. edit that out, sorry. We'll get, we'll get our editors on it. It's cleaner. <laughs> it's more hygienic. Shut the fuck up. You can check Reddit that way. Yeah, you have more time. Read my newspaper in the morning. <laughs> On your sit-down pee. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't worry. In like 10 years, you'll be doing the same thing. You'll be like, oh, it'll be a trend. so much better. Yeah. It's not going to be a trend. When you get older, you just start doing it more. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Um, It's kind of a, a, a god out of the machine. So... His mind was unstable and violent. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm explaining it. You need better segues. <laughs> Us tangenting, you, know, you need to say like back you know, to the movie. It's not. Don't it's, confuse the. <laughs> I was listening to some of our other podcasts, the, mm -hmm. the uh, previous episodes. If we go, if we have a, a talk and then we go off on a tangent and then we just kind of stop, restarting it. La it seems in conversation it seems really awkward, but in podcast form it it I flows. Think, I don't think you can make a bad call. Let us know. Text me. <laughs> Call. Yeah, whatever. Call in. Do we slip into our DMs? Do we to let you guys know what the fuck we're talking about? Sometimes. Yeah, come to our apartment. Knock on the door. Like, yeah. I mean. Anyway, I agreed. To say back to the back to my notes. No one's listening something. anyway, so <laughs> we are too small to fail. Um, what I mean is that like, so they made the the quote. His mind was unstable and violent. So what they're saying is. The people are putting, humans are putting a judgment call on the creation that they made. And so there's like a Frankenstein aspect to this where you're creating life and then you're putting like a God would to a set of humans. You're putting a judgment saying they're too violent or they're too um, sinful. Or, and that's kind of the story of, of us, like through a Christian-centric um God has put judgment and you're if you don't act right you're gonna go to hell type of thing or you can act right and believe and go to heaven and it's like well why are you putting such judgment and that's what people on 
our generation are don't like about religion is that people take the judgment that they read in a book that's made up and apply it to real life and judge young people and tell them they're make them feel bad negativity pressure and so um, yeah who who are humans to do that to a machine that they've made you know because that's the whole argument god made humans and yet human like why is he judging them and saying you gotta go hell or love me and that's kind of a selfish thing and so we're doing that that's weird that you take (coughs) you take that (coughs) god made human but when humans make machines that there's yes there are parallels but for me because i know that there was no creation aspect in human life when i think of humans making robots or making a artificial intelligence that we're creating an intelligence that is limited by our own intelligence um so i just think that you whoa because you know what you thought the mic is the mic is moving real close to my mouth now i have to really enunciate yeah i lost my thought dude you distracted me Ooh. Um, um artificial intelligence i just think like that we <clears throat> if we're creating something we don't want it to be detrimental to us we want it to be beneficial so if you are creating something you have to make sure that it's not going to damage anything or make something worse or that type of stuff yeah i mean <clears throat> i don't i don't i don't uh, equate it or yeah equate it to kind of god making humans as that oh well but isn't that kind of the natural things. progression is that we are becoming the the gods but we're not our intent in making artificial intelligence is not to create life our intent in making artificial intelligence is to do the things that we kind of don't want to do like right like that's why we're doing things so but that you can make handle something... running this warehouse or this uh it's a different thing air though. traffic controller it's a different you thing. want it to be perfect we're you don't not want making, it to have we're not making toasters we are making systems that are so intelligent and lifelike that, that we... they can make decisions. Yeah. But you don't want them to have emotions. They are developing in, in all of these movies in artificial intelligence, uh, cyberpunk, or not cyberpunk. What is yeah. It? All the movies that we like. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ghost in the Shell. Right. Yeah. All this stuff. Yeah. They all develop emotions as that's kind of like what we think is the. Uh, probability of that kind of stuff happening as far as our own that's the whole point of making all this it's it's the will smith i robot thing where it's like you can design ai but then you have to give it rules and then it has to follow those rules right but if you you can't make a such an intelligent thing that has humans break rules too the reason we break rules is not because we're a bunch of rule breakers because if you break rules you can actually do we're kind of out of the box thinkers like we think on higher levels like um that's why we created civilization agriculture uh currency we're not like how chimpanzees when they go to war it's over like food supply and are there enough females to go around and then they fight and humans have said like we're the same thing at our base level but we're much more complex with i'll trade you i'll barter with you we'll um we'll play a chess match instead of fight a war and that's our competition or we're thinking on higher level things and so imparting that into an ai system and then putting rules and constraints around it those don't work these ai systems are going to be rebelling and we got to make sure that when they rebel that because they're more powerful than us that they don't destroy us and that we become 
the ancient gods of the past, our creators, our organic beings that if made you take this. That <clears throat> if you take that approach and anyone who's actively working on it takes that approach, you shouldn't do it. We just straight up should not make artificial intelligence because yes. as soon as you make them, if their That's rationale... That's a big argument now. Yeah, if their rationale is, is good and they're trying to preserve blah, 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 or do a task, blah, 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 humans are the greatest threat to all life on Earth. Yeah. And, you know, what's more efficient than getting rid of the threat? Well, <laughs> so. there's, there's a lot of money for Google and all the other tech companies like Apple and Amazon and right. stuff. Making, are actually working on it now. Yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of money. And there's a big argument among scientists. Like Sam Harris is, uh, and he gets people on his podcast to talk about, should we be careful of AI and not making this? Because once we make it, the genie's out of the box. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can't put that one back in. No, the genie's out of the box. Yeah, and out of the box. Yeah, <laughs> the genie's out of my box. <laughs> you have a box? Yeah. Oh, that explains a lot. Yeah. Anal. Anal. <laughs> now we can't clip it. <laughs> Eat your donut, fat ass. Okay. Use that word one more time. What, fat ass? It doesn't affect me. No, it doesn't. I'm the fat one of the two of us. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll own that. I mean, I have a fat ass, but I don't look like a fat ass. Yeah. My brother's got a fat ass. He's got a big butt. We don't know where it came from. All of us are like men in my family are just like small butts. It's and then a product he just... of lifestyle. I, he plays football, so maybe they just make him do lots of squats or Before something. Before he did football. He was just sitting yeah, on his ass. Yeah, it's true. It's genetic. Shouts out, Henry. Love you, buddy. He's probably going to be the only person listening to this. <laughs> You guys are shit. You guys suck. Like, as he's playing League of Legends, just <laughs> complaining. <laughs> he's he's 10 years younger than me, so. Turn it off. Yeah. Um. Thanks for listening, Henry. Thanks for listening, buddy. Go clean your room. Go take a shower. <laughs> he's not going to listen to this anymore, big nope. brother. Um, all right, I think I said everything I wanted to about that huge concept. That's a pretty big I just, like... That's what I was thinking of during this movie, and I don't have so any... drop in the bucket of the artificial intelligence uh, discussion, and, and go listen to Sam Harris. Go listen to yeah, um, Tesla boy, Elon, Elon Musk. Elon Musk thinks we live in a Bill simulation. Gates. You know that? I had to explain that to to Jolie. Was that his running idea? Like he continues to believe that now in in all re, in all seriousness. I think he. I think in interviews he says it like, well, it's he very says possible. it controversial. Yeah, yeah. He just says it to kind of throw something out there. But I don't think he actually believes. I think he we, does. I've seen. Let's interviews. tweet him right now. At Elon Musk, do you actually just believe tweet at him? That, let's tweet at him. Do you actually think that we live in a in a what alternate reality? Do you, no. Do you think the world the the universe is a simulation? Because he thinks that. Um, atoms or the quarks the subatomic particles are the like pixels i would see yeah and physics is just like coding like how biology and physics work at elon musk my friend just said you make it short my friend my friend thinks you think the universe is simulation my friend think my friend thinks you think the world is a simulation. Is this true? The reality is a our reality. The universe. Is, the universe. Yeah, he thinks the universe is a simulation. Is a simulation. 
Tell them to listen to the podcast. Do you? <laughs> Do you actually hold this to be true? There you go. Tweet. Hashtag too small to fail. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. not what our... They can our, Google it and find <laughs> us, dude. But that's not our... That can't be our hashtag. There's no way that we I, have a lot yeah, of Yeah, I, I Googled it and there's there's a lot of like... There's like a Clinton organization yeah, yeah. subset <laughs> yeah. that... I don't know. So I can't use that hashtag. Uh, we'll just do Coolman and Corey. <laughs> sure. I like how we use... Uh, we use your last name, my first name. You can brand it however you want. We are still... We're on episode 9 or 8, bro. We can pivot from here and it's no problem we are not set in stone tweet all right that won't get any likes that'll that'll get buried (laughs) or it blows up and this is our hey Hey guys guys. welcome (laughs) (laughs) famous for a tweet we just broke through the plane (laughs) thanks elon uh let's wrap this bitch up close to it right like i never wrap it up That's why you have four children that are trying to contact you on Facebook, and you keep ignoring the Dude, messages. The best, yeah, the best part is Facebook is you just ignore, and you just don't get any messages. Block? See ya. Dad! I'm in Florida. Come find me. You can't. Because my address is wrong on my ID, losers. <laughs> I don't even know why you need an ID. You don't drive a car. I like driving, so I want the ability to. Okay. But it, all the information's wrong. FBI, come get them. <laughs> We are the gods over the machines, and it's like kind of the reverse of Terminator. Or it's a prequel no, to Terminator. Prequel to Terminator. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, what and, is it called in the Terminator? Spy. Um, Skynet. Skynet. Yeah, Google is basically Skynet. Yep. Yeah. You have that Google Home thing? Hey, Google! It's not plugged in. Oh. I intentionally have. <laughs> I'm plugged in. Yeah, I'm scared of that. I don't want to hear thing. my sex noises and yeah. start playing sexy music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just why is that a sexy song <laughs> the, the jazz the... that's what i mean i don't know it? why it's, it's not kenny like... g what, who is it oh i don't know <laughs> just yeah here's the clapping and it's like oh we'll turn on some kenny g it's appropriate right now jesus um my final my final bullet point is um kind of like tying it to westworld and so major takes the blue pill by um stopping her her meds so they give her meds and she has to she like self does it in the back of her head um and that is supposed to keep her memory from for her from remembering what happened before her accident which put her brain in into the body or the ghost into the shell what does the doctor actually tell her it's for and what it's for i forget i you know i i forget some of the details i don't think it's that important um say it's not that important as i try to look it up on my phone well yeah you're you're doing your research in real time i'll keep going though yeah you keep um this kind of reminded me of westworld um if you delete the brain the ghost survives and i guess we already talked about that topic of trying to wipe the hard drive you can never totally get rid of all of it like there's going to be some um part of that memory that is still within the hard drive and so humans and brains and consciousness seem to be the same um there's the same there's some part of consciousness that remains even after the wipe and this comes i think from our fear of death and we want our awareness to survive termination and i think that 
the fear comes from like all of humans are kind of scared to die because we are scared that our consciousness won't move on past this organic like once we're done we're done so we try to even that's how people try to spread their legacy and get known by their friends family that people try to get famous try to become president try to become so you use the word kind of there humans are kind of afraid of dying oh yeah i think that is a fundamental i think that is every human's struggle and they kind of layer over it or try to uh icing is it uh, icing on the no it's like stripper cake (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) when you like kind of like put a facade over it or uh uh what is it when you like give something to someone easy like don't don't uh placate me in a little bit but what's the what's the metaphor the um patronize me give me some give me more to work with here i'm sorry when someone's like, yeah, don't give it to me straight. Someone hand like... him a joint. He's got to <laughs> give him a drink. <laughs> Throw him a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> you, make, yeah, you make me sound like I know. Now I survive. No, <laughs> give it to me straight. I, uh, never mind. Yeah, I, so... but I think people like um, they they like tend to. They, they they realize that in their reality, but they kind of uh, they kind of put an excuse on top of it to not say that I'm afraid of dying. They're like, I'm afraid of not being successful. I'm afraid of not being remembered. I'm afraid it kind of, of all comes down to not making of... it into heaven. I'm yeah. afraid of not you know all these different things. But yeah. at the root of at the very if you get break it down to the if you could be their psychiatrist and be like, all right, um, you, you know that's the thought you just told me, but let's break that down further. And at the root of all of these kind of like struggles that people have or why they are afraid of something is afraid of dying I, at the same time it's like people who have arachnophobia or uh or are scared of different things same thing they're afraid of the spider because they think it's going to kill them yeah. or they're afraid of heights because if i fall i'm going to die but all these fears can be broken down too you're not alive and in this world and you don't have i'll the take this a step further so i think that fear of death is why we are going to push despite maybe it being the right choice to make AI because we're trying to pass ourselves yeah. onto that consciousness. Well, I don't think we'll make AI. I think I think the prosthetic world, the artificial eye, the 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 ears, the enhancements, augmentations. Yeah, all this stuff that will enable us to live longer. It just will slowly blur the line of like, all right, we're you just think gonna we're just keep gonna keep going, keep going, and you don't there's, think gonna, there's be... gonna be a moment in time where it goes, okay, before AI, we made this thing after ai we can never go back you think it's think, just gonna blur and, i think and... 50 years after we've already invented ai sure and i don't think we as a as a collective will do it i think it'll kind of be like a terrorist type thing of like of like you think it'll be a company a tech company in silicon no. valley I, I think, think that's where it's gonna i be. think that technology will develop in a way that oh we're helping humans we're helping humans and then all of a sudden something will be discovered or the technology will be in place to be able to do it for someone who has uh alternative uh, ideas yeah. for. Oh, I'm going to make this AI because I think it'll cleanse the world of all humanity. I think humanity is bad for the earth and they're going to do it in an own in their own cult type style and it will not be what the world wants as far as the UN or Okay. These are the the world resolutions that we're trying to we're not inventing AI because we know it'll be dangerous. The terrorist organizations of that time in 100 years will be oh, we're trying to do it because we want to end in the world. We have the technology, we just have to have that last breakthrough. And that'll kind of be the development. I don't think 
I don't think I'm making the prediction that that we won't that the fear of AI and uh, its almost absolute power eventually will scare people from from accepting that it should it should be okay to have or to develop. Okay. But at the same time, it's very... Yeah, repeat that last point. So you don't... I don't think... I don't think uh, the world, as far as what their opinion is of developing AI and getting it to uh, a reality and it's full... In its fullest uh, form. Because you can have alternate reality where... Or uh, artificial intelligence where it just manages a warehouse or manages something. But if you want an artificial intelligence that has all the human capabilities or the full human capabilities of a mind i don't think i I think we'll put a lock on that and be like you can't you can't reach this point like we have with medicine where you can't do a certain thing you can't test on humans we'll get to a certain point and it'll be a cutoff that's the turing test yeah that's that's what i i I kind of talked about a little bit earlier so the turing test is um if you have a a double blind observer like you have um someone in a room who's closing their eyes and just talking like how i'm talking to you and then we have another person that comes in, another thing. The first test, I could tell it's a human. The second test, it's a computer, but they don't tell me it's a computer. They right. tell me it's... And I talk to the human. This was in Ex Machina. You yeah, remember yeah. that scene? And you can't tell the difference if you're talking to a machine or talking to a human. So at that point, one, and that's kind of a subjective. That could happen... It could happen right now and we wouldn't find out about it for five months because the turing test hasn't been conducted enough times to be reliable and you're saying in that in that moment that might be the point where we could put regulations and say you can't do that you can make a the best lawnmower ever that cleans your house and washes your car and mows your lawn and like a smart house or whatever but as soon as it becomes sentient and passes the turing test and it can have a conversation with you that, you know, the Jarvis that's behind from Iron Man, um, that's the point where an, a terrorist organization or some bad actors will push that point and ignore the rules. And that would be, now the cat's out of the bag. Yeah, the genie's out of the bottle. The genie's out of my box. box. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Have, have you ever seen the movie Artificial Intelligence? No. With I, Robin... Uh, not with Robin Williams. Bicentennial Man was with... Ro- Bicentennial Man is with Robin Williams. Yeah. I recommend going to watch both of those movies. Okay. They are... Early highly, 2000s? Yes, highly relevant to Good. this kind of discussion of artificial intelligence. It's a little bit more on the... the Robin Williams kind of hits more notes on the, the human part of it. Good. But artificial intelligence is still asking that that question of how, how far are we willing to go to blur the line between artificial and 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 human and uh, I, those ideas have always yeah. stuck with me because i saw them early on it's like oh this is like expanding my mind as far as like what i deem is okay um but th- you know they're a little bit dated movies as well so ex machina is a really good example as well yeah but ex machina is gonna be dated in 15 years it's still gonna be a great movie because they well in ex machina we have the technology nowadays where you know when yeah. when he walks in uh what is his name he's he's a star wars guy yeah I don't remember his name. Anyway, he walks into the building. Oh, no, it's not Star Wars. It is Star Wars. Both Star those Wars guys guy. in there. Yeah, it looks like uh, Ron Weasley a little bit. But he's... <laughs> no, he's you actually... Just, he's... You just classify all redheads as no, Ron Weasley? No, he, he's actually the brother. He's in those movies. So I'm not like, completely off. He plays his brother. Ron Weasley's older brother. <laughs> anyway, he walks into uh, 
the guy's house and he sees an actual robot in artificial intelligence and uh, Bicentennial Man they are human actors who are explained to be robots and you don't get to see like uh, you know an open brain that's almost like working. a mini Turing test right there yeah. it's like can we tell that they're exactly yeah exactly. CGI has like a Turing it's um you ever heard of the concept the uncanny valley mm-hmm so if you if you make technology look human like, it starts out really cute, right? Like a little face and and oh, it's kind of cute. And then you make it more realistic, and it it gets to the point where it's like oh, that's cool, cool, go cool, cool. And then you reach where it's so realistic, but then it's slightly off. That's uncanny and it's super uh, creepy. Yeah. yeah. So like uh, you've seen you ever seen creepy like blow up dolls that like oh that's so oh the sex dolls. Yeah, it's like that just look like it's a very pretty like I guess quote unquote feminine face but just something about it, it's like Ugh, no. that's yikes so that's the uncanny valley um and so these movies you gotta you gotta reach the point of acting if you have a human actor it looks like a human it's not weird or off-putting was it uncanny for uh spoilers for for leia for oh wait we're, hold on we're not talking about star wars yet this is just the question i didn't say it was about star wars Leia could be anyone, but you know what I'm next talking about. Episode, they don't can we, can talk. Now they, now they know what I'm talking about. Can we save this for the next episode? Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Episode We're going to talk about We're talking about episode 9, Rise of On our Skywalker. episode 8 of our podcast. About yeah. episode 9. Yeah. Hype! Hype. Um, But yeah, that's, you know, can you, like with CGI, like the, what made Jurassic Park so good is that the CGI still holds up. And it doesn't. They didn't do all this. You're talking original stuff. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Because the new ones are shit. I have watched 20 minutes and I was bored. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it's an it's an interesting uh, idea that we're actually we have so many movies nowadays that the magic is lost. Movies nowadays don't hold up as well. You I'm, have to really search in the rough for the diamonds, whereas it used to be like you'd get kind of a couple diamonds a year. And you knew that they were coming. I don't mind bad CGI. I mean, I'm so able to... I'm not talking about CGI. I'm talking about diamonds as a movie as a whole. Whereas Jurassic Park holds up because, not just what the dinosaurs looked like, but because of all the rest of the stuff that was kind of built into it. Whereas the new Jurassic Parks, it's not the CGI that's bad. It's kind of like... Just a bad movie. It's just not as good as what it was and i'm gonna i'm gonna save this conversation for the next episode too because i feel the same way about the new star wars okay okay you want to end ghost in the shell i love finishing i i bet you do episodes episodes um call in Hort, Corey. he needs uh they can't hear you you're talking away from the mic he needs uh some more friends <laughs> I have too many friends. You know how many party? You know how many things I had to decline this weekend in order just to stay the fuck home? Like I was like, what? I believe you. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's like no, I don't want to do this and this and this. Yeah, but uh, uh anyway. final thoughts of Ghost in the Shell. I thought towards the end we got like towards the philosophy of it. I really like that. That's good. Aspect I think of it. that is much more interesting a topic than us just regurgitating what happened in the movie and I agree. Uh, just giving little tidbits on it. I think getting into the. But you also have to have a movie. You also have to have the outline of a movie that l- enables you to have that discussion. Whereas some movies are just you're just not going to talk about the philosophical philosophies of yeah. ancient Roman or <laughs> like that's this, just a sort of that's why stuff, what's so. a, that's what you and me like about movies. We yeah. like what's happening on screen, but then what 
what it makes us think of. And we have enough to connect the dots with other animes and other Westworld and other... And only you and me have watched them. You and, and I. Only you and I have watched them and put them uh, together in the way that only we can do. And it, um, it, it culminates in us being friends, watching these kinds of stuff and we so want to connect with I other people that also like this what we're talking about so right, right. Um, well we want people to actually like be able to identify or have a thought that be able to hear a thought that they've never thought about by yeah. listening to us but i don't actually watch movies to gain something beyond the movie i as as in normal life where i kind of try to keep things as basic as i can that's my movie going experience is like pretend I kind of go into it pretending I don't know anything about the movie. I don't know anything outside of the movie. I'm not trying to read into the movie. I'm starting at a complete base level going to this movie. And then I judge it based on that. So I try to keep the, I try to keep it as in perspective as I can and not going like, oh, let me go watch this Star Wars movie because Star Wars historically has been so good. Sure, that's a part of it, but I still go into the movie not expecting anything, not a not overanalyzing anything, not trying to be hypercritical about stuff. And it's not until I probably watch the movie for the second or third time that, all right, let me, let me hit, let me be the heavy hitter on this movie and really kind of try to take it apart in a way. And that could be good or bad. What I really like about being friends with you and the way you view movies is that you, you do that, but you still have a good eye for what's happening and you catch most things. Whereas most people, like I would say majority of people, if they sit down and watch a movie They'll check their phone or they'll just not be engaged with it or they don't they wouldn't want to talk about it afterwards like maybe in the five minutes on the drive home but not anything more than that whereas you and i are just in entranced and enthralled by like you go on the subreddit our movies and you just like looking up stuff you're just interested by all of it you want to know what's coming out and and um things to look forward to or gems from the past and that makes it worth whatever your perspective is is interesting to me and i think we both get along and do this thing and talk about it when i find like-minded people who also would click on like you the the listener like you dear viewer call in (laughs) no you should interact i've made this point i'll keep on making this point you got to keep making this point for the next interact episode 93 episodes yeah 93 episodes interact with us we are a small channel Drop a comment. We ain't got shit else to do. We got lots of things to do, but we want we want <laughs> to build so this thing up. Things to do, it, we want to build this thing up, and how you do, how we're gonna do it. Don't is, tell them the secret. Shh. It's not a secret. It's, it is a it's secret. full. It's we want to engage back and, and interact and. Um, we should we should name our podcast full disclosure. Full disclosure. I, that's a working title. I can get around that. Full disclosure. I don't like it, but yeah, we just full disclosure and then semicolon and we can just put whatever title we want for each episode yeah all right well that'll definitely happen in the future um why full disclosure because we're always talking about i'm not going to disclose everything fully disclose, though you know, it doesn't seem like you have a problem so far in the last seven episodes yeah yeah yes i pee sitting down <laughs> full disclosure <laughs> Corey does not want me to say this unless it's a urinal of course i can't sit down in those yeah, unfortunately, the technology really, isn't there if yet. If I was really drunk, I mean, maybe. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, we also want to make more avenues for people to interact with us. Um, I'm going to end the episode. You guys all get it. You guys get it.
Fuck off. <laughs> no, not you. He's telling me to fuck off. Yeah, well, fuck you guys. Too. Oh, fuck no! Everyone. Anal! Suck their dick! <laughs> oh, my God. Corey, you gotta stop saying that. We gotta be clean. We gotta be a good PG podcast that... Mom could show their kids in the car rides to school. Oh, yeah, that's definitely who we want. The kids listening to us talk about artificial intelligence and whether or not we're going to fucking die. Y'all can handle it. And, and if you've listened to us so far, you no can handle it. No consciousness us. transfer. You're just dead. There is no heaven. Yeah. You bunch of sinners, you're going to hell. Is there any last words you want to sign off and say goodbye and wrap up this episode? I was going to do spoiler for Star Wars, but I won't. Okay, yeah, good. no, I don't have any All problem. right, bye. <laughs>